0: Uh, before we get properly into episode 39 At Mighty White's podcast We thought We can't really get away without mentioning Some of the shite news that's happened Over the last couple of weeks Since his last episode uh, We'll start with the most recent uh, Emiliano Sala uh, Went missing in a plane over the channel uh, He's presumed dead and all signs point to it uh, Obviously he just signed for Cardiff 15 million quid It's a uh, just uh, another awful bit of news.
1: Yeah, um, there's not a whole lot you can say. He was on his flying uh, back over to Cardiff, having been to been at nonce and saying uh, his goodbyes to his teammates. And, yeah, just heading back to Cardiff and the, the plane went missing. And, unfortunately, now there's, you know, I think we have a fair idea what's happened, but, unfortunately... Uh, I think it could be a little while till there is complete closure on that
0: Yeah um, obviously he'd, he played in Argentina moved over to Bordeaux didn't do great at Bordeaux but he had loans at Orleans, New York and Sain um, went to Nantes for 1 million euros and got one in three at Nantes which is pretty good going considering they're not a team that scores a lot of goals he'd, uh, he'd just signed a three and a half year deal at Cardiff big opportunity for him but we're almost certainly never going to see if he could take it. Hope, as there's no news, hopefully he shows up and he'd wandered into the middle of Guernsey or something, but I don't think it's very likely, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, yeah it's uh, some tragic news and unfortunately, you know, um, it was a great opportunity for him coming over to the Premier League and, yeah, it's just some very upsetting news and I haven't listened to the the message that he left for his family i, I, I haven't
0: listened to that I've, either. I've
1: read about it but I've you know that's one of those things that i think unfortunately gets dug up at, at times like this that yeah. it's it's not for other people to listen to no um people very...
0: who speak the language have said it was said in kind of a jovial way it just takes on a different yeah sort of context once you know what happened afterwards it's but then moving back to actual Leeds United based stuff. Uh, so I think that he's a bit too early for us to really have seen him at his best. But Phil Singer passed away at 49 from cancer. Uh, obviously, made his, he was a massive part of South African football history. He scored the goal that got them to the 1998 World Cup, which was the first one they qualified for. Made his debut in, the, in 1992 in their first game since the end of apartheid when they got reinstated. And I was looking at that and barring a couple of reinstatements and then getting it taken away again and registering as the FASA, which was like the all-white FA, barring that it was their first proper game since like the 1950s. Oh, wow. I got 18 goals and 58 for South Africa. Uh, I did like the little story that I saw, which was after he scored that winning goal against Congo to second at World Cup. Uh, one, a, a journalist asked him So will you all be going for a quiet drink to celebrate And his answer was no We'll be having a noisy drink <laughs> uh, obviously, ke- uh, He came through in South African football Started at Kaiser Chiefs But senior football Played at Jomo Cosmos And went to Mamalodi Sundowns It's no wonder Leeds went in for him He got 98 goals in 108 games For Mamelodi Sundowns uh, And that's when Leeds brought him over Along with Radaby Uh, Got 11 goals in total, including a hat-trick against Warsaw in FA Cup, which from what people said on Twitter is people's main memory of him.
1: Yeah, if I remember rightly, I think he came on as a sub in that game. And again, I've said before, as a kid, one of the things I I love doing, um, especially when I was spending time at my grandma's house, Uh, we'd go into the Leeds United shop in, in the middle of Wakefield... And they always had a load of season review videos. Of, so I, I pretty much had every season review video from, I think it's like 93 4 uh, up to the present day at that point, which would have been like 98 or 99. Mm. And there's one of the things in that game where the first leg, David Weatherall scored, I think it's like a 93rd minute equaliser to, to get a replay against Warsaw. Mm. Um, and then again, we made hard work of it again, at Ellen Road and uh, Massinga came on and I think it's something like an eight minute hat trick it did very quick yeah um but yeah because he you know he was seen as the star of the two when him and Radaby came over um, yeah Radaby's
0: main job was to not have Masinga get really homesick wasn't it really yeah much
1: um and Mazinga, he you know he had he got a few goals and, and looked promising. I think he scored a few goals early on.
0: I think he scored one at Hybrid, didn't he, at one point?
1: But. Yes. Um, and around that time when he signed, you'd have had that have been hit. There was him, Brian Dean, Noel Whelan probably would have been the main three strikers. Rod Wallace also could have played up there. Uh, while then, he was here, we signed and then Yubauer, Yubauer and Yubauer joined sort of midway through it would have been midway through that season actually. Yeah. Um, and you know, it didn't take your power long to get picked up. So unfortunately I think he kind of got shunted back a little bit. Um, I, th- I think for me, one of the, one of the things I'll always remember I film Miss Inger, is, is the picture of, uh, him and Lucas Radaby in the pub. Yeah. Uh, and you've just got people just looking at these two lads who seem, seemingly like fresh off the plane, mm. just like, what are these two doing in here? <laughs> um, Make of the racial undertones of that statement what you will, but um, yeah, and I think by all accounts, he, he struggled later in life as well after he retired from yeah, football. His, uh,
0: his investments weren't great, were they apparently? Yeah,
1: um, and I think, as they mentioned on the square ball, you know, between him and Radobi, neither one of them had a whole lot of luck since retirement.
0: No, uh, but obviously, 49. Is a no agent. It did say a lot when you saw the outpouring, particularly in South Africa itself, how much he meant. Because mm. I didn't quite realise how big a figure he was in South African football. I don't think.
1: Yeah, I think after leaving us, he, he wasn't someone you would, you heard a lot about. And, and to be honest, you know, given the the time span that, that of his career, he was pretty much done before the advent of the internet. What could help you keep up with players like him after yeah. they are gone
0: because he's a, he went to Salernitana Town and then Bari
1: yeah I think I so. haven't got
0: the stats in front of me but if I, I think when I read it I think his goal scoring record at Bari was pretty good mm. and he tried I, one of the things I hadn't realised was when he was done before he went to Al Arabi to finish up his career he agreed a deal with uh, Coventry to come back when yeah. Strachan were manager but he couldn't get a work permit
1: yeah, because that's also the reason he had to leave us, wasn't it? That he could, when we tried to renew his contract, he he couldn't get a work permit. Ah, is that,
0: was I that, believe so, yeah. yeah. I
1: believe that Wilkinson wanted to keep him around. The
0: Rudy Austin situation.
1: Yeah. Um, imagine that these days. Yeah. The players not being able to get work permits. It, I mean, it amazed me when Austin couldn't get one. I, I didn't think that was a situation anymore. <laughs> um,
0: well, I'd, it's a hell of a two weeks when... Those when someone dying at 49 isn't even the most tragic thing, but heartbreakingly, young Toby Nye passed away as well since his last podcast. Six years old, diagnosed with neuroblastoma on his fourth birthday. Obviously, Leeds United have took him in and done they've done everything they could. It's just really sad. The thing is, like, I mean, stuff like this happens all the time, you just don't hear about it, but it's still unbelievably sad any time it does happen i mean poor kid but hopefully at i guess all you can say is hopefully he isn't at least he isn't suffering he won't be in any pain now or anything like that but
1: yeah I, I think poor I for- kid i think unfortunately one of the one of the things that you kind of just saw is that there would be some good news and it would it would very quickly be followed by some some bad news to yeah. You know, it's, it would seem as if they'd, they'd seemingly got you know got somewhere with something and then another issue would arise. And, you know, a kid that age to uh, the majority of, your, of his life has been lived like that. And it's, you know, it's an absolutely horrible thing to read about. But.
0: Uh, good to see would be the wrong phrase, but it was a good show of support that there was those a few hundred outside Ellen Road when the funeral went past today. Mm. And I'm, I'm sure that, I mean, if it wouldn't have been a work day, they'd have probably been able to get a lot more out there. But I'm glad that some people showed up to help. And I'm assuming that a fair few went to the funeral as well because they did make the details public.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think one of the things that through, through all this as well is I think the club have acted very well, you know, and uh, the, the thing you'd most liken it to is... Kind of Liam Cooper's relationship with Toby Knight, is, is very similar to that of uh, Jermaine Defoe with is it Bradley Lowry? Bradley
0: Lowry. And uh, speaking of that, uh, in a in a way of speaking, they've, leads of them said that the Norwich game is going to be like a celebration of Toby, mm. which is a really good sign. But I hope that they incorporate some from the Norwich end because uh, they had a similar thing. Five year old girl Sophie Taylor, yeah, and she was like that with James Madison. That's what. But uh, she had osteosarcoma and passed away at the age of five, and that wasn't long since. So I hope that they mention that before the game as well.
1: Yeah, it's come up a, a few times recently in exchange between Leeds and Norwich fans. And I think, uh, yeah, I think it would be. I can't see any issue with the club incorporating that. And um, like you say, I, th- I think it's two very tragic stories and, you know, two very difficult times for, for their families now. But, um, you know, at least at least hopefully we can go out for the Norwich game and, like you say, it can be a celebration of their lives.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, this is not the most fun way to open a podcast. And for that, you know, sorry and everything, but we had to bring it up and we had to do it sort of separately and get it out of the way because you can't just make jokes and then suddenly transition into this. It just do not work. So, obviously, we send all the sympathies to friends and families of Emiliano, Salah, Filmer, Singer, Sophie Taylor and Toby Nye. Uh, we will... I will go get a fresh beer and then we will go into the actual podcast where we can get away from these really important things and instead get irrationally mad about, like, Stan Collymore being a bit of a twat on Twitter and stuff like that. So, uh yeah we'll be back after the intro music which you'll play roughly now So, into the podcast properly uh, Because we've been thrown off a bit by schedules uh, Obviously I've said on Twitter what was going on And uh, thanks very much to the people who reached out And wished us well and everything uh, So we won't get into the first game too much Even though I really would like to Because I think it was his best performance of the season uh, Leeds 2, Derby nil.
1: Genuinely, that might be the best I've ever felt after a game I, I felt after driving home after that Like I was floating home and then we we went to the pub.
0: Yeah, I was meant to go home and write the player ratings for it all together. And I messaged them after the game, and I said, look, and I said, look, they're going to be a bit late because we have to go for a celebratory pint because of how good this game was.
1: And uh, the, yeah, the two of us went to the pub. We met a friend there, and and she was out with a few of her friends already. weren't planning on meeting you. And you at one point you went outside while she had a cigarette with her. And all I was thinking, why aren't these people talking about Leeds? Yeah. I, I don't give a shit about your holiday plans. Jack, Jack Clark <laughs> is is a star. Alioski is a revelation at right back. Why? At right back. Sorry, you can tell I'm excited. <laughs> I I don't know why everybody wasn't talking about how good Leeds were. It yeah. annoyed me.
0: It's almost as if there was something that distracted people. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought Clark and Forshaw. I thought Forshaw's first half.
1: Where the fuck did he come from?
0: It was probably overall his best game in a united shirt But the first half was pretty much as good a midfield performance As it would be possible to put in First half of his game he was absolutely brilliant
1: He was the man that we had signed last season In there, breaking up play Passing wise kept it simple But everything made it to where it was meant to go There was no 15 minutes for him to get going and find his range from the off, he did a, an absolutely brilliant job.
0: Yeah, um, Jack Clark, of course, was brilliant as well. Ripped Max Lowe to pieces so much that we had to send him to Aberdeen on loan <laughs> and replace him. Well, you know, your left back isn't up to it. What does what does fragile Frank do? Yo, Ashley, Ashley, yeah. Why do you sound muffled? Is your phone vibrate? Is your phone on vibrate? You disgust me. <laughs> We'll find out on Twitter if people remember that news story or not, won't we? <laughs> but yeah, he's signed his mate Ashley Cole till the end
1: of the season. I, I can only assume his, uh, his friends John and Didier will also be yeah. getting phone calls.
0: I literally had forgotten about the Ashley Cole story until I started talking about a phone.
1: <laughs> i forgot about that as well. <laughs> uh, a man who is, has no shortage of uh, exposure. For a man who doesn't do press conferences and interviews, I know a lot more about him than I knew about a lot of other footballers. Yeah, but I I mean, bearing in mind, in the first two minutes of this game, we had a penalty taken away from us that which should have been allowed. Alioski onside. I
0: must admit, it was funny because in the ground, as soon as he went through, I immediately looked at the linesman because it was Alioski. And when flag went up, I just went, "Ah, he's offside." I didn't even, I didn't even think about it because it was Alyoski. and it was only when I watched it back after the game I went, "Oh God, he was miles on." Oh,
1: he was, he was a good couple of yards on. And again, you're looking at someone who's playing completely differently for that game. Alyoski getting the ball, driving at the fullback, got by him, <laughs> wins a penalty, and then yeah, taken away. And that was two, three minutes in.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, Both goals, Clark was good in the build-up Roof goal particularly Did Bryson all ends up dri- Drove it across, good finish from Roof Second goal, beats full-back All ends up, good cross Carson maybe should have done a little bit better dealing with the cross But it said a lot about the way we were playing The right winger swings in across And who's there on the far post <laughs> Almost on the goal line, the left back <laughs> And man just uh, He sort of scuffed it back across He was just getting some on it But Harrison taps it into an empty net I I thought this game was absolutely brilliant I genuinely think it's best we've played all season I know that we stuck four by him at Pride Park But Derby had chances in that When we beat Norwich 3-0 Norwich had a couple of chances Derby didn't have any in this game
1: No, like you say There's there's no one on that pitch Who you would look at and think For Leeds was being carried at any point I think absolutely no. everyone put in a shift
0: The only one who I thought struggled a little bit At times was Click Yeah, But again I mean it's like for instance we'll come back to it but if it wouldn't have been for suspensions and stuff I'd think Click might drop out now but it won't do for a minute
1: yeah un- unfortunately as we'll get on to yeah. we're not quite allowed that opportunity but no defensively we were absolutely fantastic when we had to be like say Foreshaw was doing a great job breaking up play um, and at the start of the second half he dropped in as the third central defender as well, didn't he? Forshaw uh,
0: right dropped in for a bit, and then Ailing dropped in, and Shackleton went to right wing
1: back. Eventually, kind like total footballers, you could yeah. just put them anywhere. Yeah. Well, you had no us, positions anymore.
0: You had us winning two one. I had a two all draw. And I've always said we do better when I'm negative. <laughs> so, guess what I predicted for the Stoke game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, I, we, I refuse to get into depth on Spygate. Just no, it's been done to death. We all know it's bollocks. Have
1: you seen any episode of Sky Sports' The Debate recently?
0: It's no. all they're on about. No, deliberately. I haven't. And I quite like that show.
1: <laughs> why, why do you need to ask Andy Cole about this? As, as if we hadn't had enough opinions already.
0: <laughs> but there are... I mean, we do have to touch on it. I mean, we all know what happened. Blokes stood on a public footpath watching some training and someone called the cops. I can understand why a member. I can understand why a member at public might call the cops because it's someone acting suspiciously near a fence. You can see it, but the key is no rules broken. But then, eleven teams have written to the AFL demanding full disclosure. Have you actually read that letter?
1: I have. Yes, the the bullet points that were yeah. in there of the details that they want
0: dates and occasions of trips to view training. Mm, sort of, I can see that. Who did you send to watch? I can see that too. The methods of viewing training. Well, pub- that's fair enough because that's basically did you trespass or not? Mm. I can understand that. Uh, how much did we pay people to go watch for training? Well, surely they're just salaried.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy at Derby was an intern by, uh, you know, I think as much as the square ball were joking that it was Andrea Yor. It should
0: definitely have been Andrea Yor.
1: <laughs> but, but it does just seem to have been an intern.
0: Uh, did we pay any third party to be able to pay... I'm obviously paraphrasing these because they wrote it in corporate speak. Mm. Did we pay any third party to be at watch training? And did we get any confidential information from inside sources and all documents relating to this practice? So they really do want everything. But the last two wind me up. Uh, Did we get any information from inside sources? If we did, which by the sounds of it, we didn't. Mm. But if we did, in the process of somewhat defending Bielsa, to be fair to him, Tony Pulis said, I've been in the game a long, long time. A few years ago you'd ring people up about teams. I can remember being at Gillingham and Fourth Division, Ringing up other people I knew at clubs to see what team they'd play, if they had injuries, or you'd ring a press man that you knew in that area.
1: Yeah.
0: It's... That, of course, is Tony Pulis, who's manager of Middlesbrough, who signed this letter. <laughs> so they're signing a letter going. We demand to know whether this happened, and their manager's defence was, "Well, I did that." <laughs> Just like, it's so stupid. And the another one, which is, we they want all our documents, and they expect, like email, anything that was filmed, text messages, and then want it sent to each club, individual of it, consent that it concerns. No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rule against it. Are we scouted. Why should we give you our scouted boss? I, I mean, be on some just for laugh.
1: I mean, well, there was the story. He did it again uh, back in Argentina. He had like 15 hours of footage on a club and realized they and found that they didn't have any footage on him. So he sent them it. So he sent them 50 and said, "Well, it's only fair." Yeah, but. You you look at this, and, and bearing in mind the, the wealth of data that is available now between Prozone, between Opta, between Football Manager, you can oh, buy data yeah. from. But I mean,
0: from. and like, why Scout? Half of the stuff that Bielsa, I know that we all want to big up Bielsa, and we and we do. And he, as, oh, Pep, as Pep Guardiola said, he does go more into detail than just about everyone else. But the actual data itself he was talking about, That data, all the professional clubs have that data. Yeah. Like, they do. It's just the way he presented it to journalists and stuff Mm. was so captivated that everyone went, oh, God, he's ace, isn't he?
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's the best. Yeah. Ah, Marcelo, he's the best. (laughs) Honestly, as I said to you, I I would have paid good money to sit in on... I'm not going to call it a press conference. That was a lecture.
0: It was a lecture, and I think that you should come out with a level two just from sitting (laughs) in that room.
1: (laughs) That was... Uh, all of the fact that, you know, all the coaching staff sat on the back row and he called on them at various points to explain things. Particularly
0: Marcos Abad.
1: Yeah, goalkeeping coach coming out and doing his
0: part. He must have really studied because he was never a goalkeeper. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so these 11 teams have signed a letter. More importantly, a 12 did not. And as we know, if you're any good at maths, that's 48% to 52%. Which we all know is a massive fucking majority in this country.
1: I don't know, mate. Uh, what this means now is we've got to discuss this for about two and a half years and then keep shouting that they need another count.
0: Oh right, yeah, you're right. Actually, so, we do. Yeah, no, you're right. We need a we need a re-letter. <laughs> <laughs> See if anyone else wants to sign it, because you know those uh, those twelve people who didn't sign, they didn't know what they weren't voting for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: It's a fucking uh, idiots.
0: The letter itself didn't demand any particular punishment. The only, per- I mean, there's been a few saying they should get fined, a few saying this, a few saying that. The only one involved who I really want to take to task is Steve Lansdowne. Mm. You know, the arbiter of morals who lives in tax exile. Does... He He not only came out and said leads have to have a points oh. deduction, he has come out and said it again today. He said that Marcelo Bielsa has, like, lowered the reputation of the entire game of football <laughs> that did really that was the problem was it not Chelsea fans chanting anti-Semitic shit the other week not <laughs> not
1: not Leicester Academy players shagging Thai prostitutes and calling them absolute zeros not
0: Frank Lampard yelling at Americans who are literally grieving over relatives dying in 9-11 None of that.
1: Not Jermaine Jenness's career.
0: Bielsa sending a bloke to look through a fucking fence. That is where I draw the line. That is horrendous, and we must.
1: <laughs> it's, it was the line from Phil Hay. I think it was just after. I think it was on the evening of or after the Derby game when he just went. But Jesus, English football doesn't half think it's whiter than white. Yeah, and it, and like you said, of all these people who've come out and spoken out against Leeds. There's very, very few of them you can look at and go, I'm sorry, are you talking to us about morals?
0: Yeah. I think that the only one I've seen who who I was willing to accept a moral argument from, and even then I can't be sure because I don't know if he's still being paid by Man City. Because if you're getting paid by Man City, you've always got the, well, look at their human rights Look at where that
1: money is coming from.
0: But Sean Goer. Sean Gorter appears to genuinely be a really nice bloke who takes his moral side very seriously. Mm. And as far as I could tell, he doesn't have, like, a legends deal or something. So I was willing to have him say it's morally suspect.
1: Mm.
0: Other than that, pretty much everyone who said it is full of shit. Like, Frank Lampard directly benefited from that Jose Mourinho side where he was sending V.S. Boas constantly yeah but mate
1: he didn't know about it so
0: he didn't know about it which is weird considering VS Boas gave public interviews at the time and he also didn't know about um, the 11 lo- no, <laughs> apparently not uh, but he also didn't know about the laundry basket incident which is weird because he scored twice in that game
1: No, nah, mate don't worry that was a funny story <laughs> that's a different thing altogether as, as the moose will tell you yeah that was a great story an anecdote if you will
0: yeah uh, today on TalkSport which I don't I haven't listened to it But I've seen it transcribed Sean Harvey Who I I still cannot believe Is in charge of the
1: That man is essentially in charge Of allowing people to run football clubs Talk about failing up Three administrations (laughs) Yeah And again He even failed up in that Because he worked his way up From fucking Scarborough To Was it Scarborough to Bradford to Leeds Where's Scarborough now? Uh, who knows <laughs> not in Scarborough they play in fucking Bridlington <laughs> the they? stadium's a housing estate now <laughs> we all fucking loved the McCain Stadium is it there anymore no <laughs> thanks Sean yeah, um, I've become unhinged he
0: be- he said on the radio that there is no specific rule which says you cannot view another club's training sessions however we're still looking into what punishments to give yeah. Sean
1: look back at the start of that sentence mate
0: <laughs> now The one thing that I was all right with him saying, he said, look, if the clubs want to bring in an anti-espionage rule, which, fuck off espionage, it's not espionage (laughs) to stand by a fence.
1: (laughs) that makes it sound so much cooler. Yeah.
0: Well, that was one of Pulis's points, wasn't it? He just said, if you're going to spy, spy better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one of my arguments is, because obviously, especially for where I used to sit at the Bremner, that was one of the areas where you get all the scouts coming in from various clubs. Scouting seems to be fine. You can watch just about as many set pieces happening in those games as you will if you go to watch an, after, you know, an afternoon's training session. Mm. Is it spying if you just buy a ticket to go, but you don't tell people you're there to be a scout? Because uh, <laughs> people are allowed the same information. There's
0: a, there's a key question in, is it Leeds United that's doing it? Because if so, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just one of those things. I, for me, most of this is just scouting.
0: Yeah, well, what it is, it's not scouting, it's bollocks. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Uh so but basically Lee, they've shown Leeds haven't broken any rules with the potential exception of good faith, which isn't a thing. It, it's Steve the Lansdown Vegas publicly statement. Steve Lansdowne repeatedly publicly calling for points deductions when the chairman of his club that he owns is on the EFL board is far less good faith than anything Leeds have done
1: can the football league tell Sky Sports to act in good faith and not leave it like six weeks before a game to move it do
0: you know what else isn't good faith Frank Lampard saying oh we had to stop training because the police were on the training ground when the police have confirmed that they never entered the training ground he lied on national TV Marcelo Bielsa said the complete truth the whole time did you send him yes
1: (laughs) Uh, what basically he does research as well though remember that yeah (laughs) <laughs> not we, that you not that he was a bitter yeah. about anything. We all
0: do analysis. <laughs> yeah. This is of course Mass also said bad for English football. We all kids in. Frank Lampard, great for English football, bins off a young kid to sign a thirty eight year old. Yeah.
1: Um
0: what do you think is what do you think's gonna happen?
1: I think there'll probably be a fine. I, I think yeah. there'll be a fine, but I can't say there'll be much else. Like like you say, good faith is the vaguest statement.
0: There's actually John McKenzie put out a good thread showing. I, I
1: just saw that. Showing why good
0: faith isn't a catch-all term, even if they try and use it as one. And yeah. like, it's sort of it's a bit weird. It goes into quite a lot of detail about it, that I can't summarize on here. But
1: yeah, I no, you know, there is no one who has been harmed by this. Essentially, at the end of the day, Bielsa wanted to see one. Is Harry Wilson going to be playing?
0: Yeah, that's the one thing that I'll give him. If they're saying, yeah, well we didn't want you to know that.
1: And and the other thing was essentially looking at well who will who is taking set pieces then. But again, the given he had watched all of their games from the previous year, he had a complete list of lineups, various formations, various set piece takers. As he even said, he didn't they didn't need to do that. He has the information, he just wants absolute certainty which again makes it all the more endearing just got the fact that it, it makes him almost come across as like a almost like a teenage schoolgirl like I, I don't need to put this makeup on but it, it does make me feel good yeah I, and he's just like I I know this I know everything I need to know <laughs> but I just want to be sure yeah
0: and I know I know my times tables but I'm still gonna revise <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like bless him it's amazing to to have a manager who i i'm going to assume that i mean i feel like i've seen some managers who don't think winning is the most important thing in football i think to be asked to Marcelo Bielsa it is the most important thing is winning that next game
0: mm.
1: and he is clearly a man who's going to do everything he can to ensure that he has the best chance of winning that game
0: yeah
1: and there are Clearly, eleven football clubs who don't entirely appreciate mm. that.
0: I agree. But I think it'll be a fine. I don't even think it should be a fine. No, I think it should be a don't do it again, and we're putting in a rule. Yeah, but you can't look at training anymore. Okay. I
1: don't know if you saw, by the way, there was uh, someone posted a video today at Millwall's training ground. Which... Oh, I saw a picture
0: on Twitter <laughs> it's right. Which, which is road. just those
1: metal bars that you can see through entirely again <laughs> next to a footpath. Like, if Millwall was nearby, I'd have gone myself. Just put on a training top or something. I'd have
0: something. gone and bought some... I'd, well, I've, I've got some. So I'd have gone and put on some Leech training gear and just <laughs> nicked my dad's binoculars and just, gone and, stood, and just written notes that aren't even notes. And just when they send a thing You're going, like, you weren't for Leech United. Nope. <laughs> no, just a, just a fan. Well, then they've sent you, no?
1: No. That's a, that's but why my, are you doing that's it? That's my mate's car, though. Yeah, why are you doing it? Funny. Steve Morrison annoyed by this. Yeah, that's why.
0: Yeah. Uh, The only other thing that I wanted to ask you about all that Before we can get off Spygate And hopefully never fucking mention it again Were you absolutely terrified When Joe Urquhart used the words Emergency press conference
1: I was worried, not as worried as most I I
0: was very worried For about Half an hour
1: Roughly up until the time Pontus Janssen put put that it,
0: It was about 20 minutes before that That I felt a bit better When he tweeted I was fine after that
1: Pontus being the lovely man that he is. Because the thing I looked at straight away was I kept seeing the word sources and it all came back to this one blog.
0: Yeah, it all came back to that one football guy who was just... I know he says, oh, we heard wrong, sorry. And I do admire that he didn't just delete it. However, he was lying to get some attention on Twitter. Yeah. The, and the way I phrased it, in the, because it was about Spy Gate, he put, oh, we got this wrong. I just put, don't worry, you got your social media interactions and there's no rules against it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but outside of that, there, there was no one. Else. Again, it was all yeah. people referring to that tweet yeah. and, uh, and the occasional sources.
0: Yeah, I must admit, when it first happened, though, I was terrified. Like, I, and I'm not just, this is not an exaggeration. Uh, when I first read that tweet, I was more worried than I was on Monday morning when my mum got rushed to hospital. Because <laughs> I have faith in doctors. I do not have faith that it isn't all going to go tits-up for Leeds United. <laughs> I've been burned before.
1: <laughs> we never get nice things for long, do we? No.
0: <laughs> I, uh, like... But it's but is uh, like my... My dad rung me at work, like what's going on
1: what <laughs> what's what's happened with this yeah, it was it was nervy, yeah, but it, yeah, as soon as Ponce came out with that tweet, I think it cleared everything up for us, and I don't think any of us expected, like I said, the lecture that was to follow this i mm. I, I think we were all expecting a brief statement
0: i don't think I don't think the does brief
1: well, no, I think we were expecting a statement because that man, and I'm pretty sure he does it to annoy journalists as much as possible because he hates doing interviews it, like the translations he will do like four words at a time yeah. he does not do it quickly and yeah. a, which which again I I'm i waiting for the day he leaves and he addresses the press in perfect English yeah by the knew the whole time he definitely can speak English
0: yeah like I, I, we're not the first people to Is it? but we have seen he's cut off Celine Lanrani a few times because he's not saying exactly
1: what he means <laughs> in the translation. He'll I get out with him and go, no, no, no. <laughs> just as a, as a slight side note, have you ever noticed the amount of times that when, I think referring to the club, they use the word institute? It's one of those words that eh. comes up, and it's clearly just the way he, he describes yeah. it. But they just use the word institute a lot more than I've ever heard in football before.
0: Yeah. Uh, well... One institute is the Bet365 Institute, and it didn't go well when we
1: travelled there. So this Spygate stuff, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, we uh, work we great against Stoke. I'll be honest, I've I've been back and watched the extended highlights, and I did watch the game live, but I watched the game live in the office and it was a bit busy, so I only sort of half watched it. But we didn't seem to have anyone who played particularly well. When we got into final third, we seemed to run out of ideas a little bit. We couldn't get his final ball right and we just made some serious mistakes like the what click is attempting to do on that first goal I have no idea Cooper's header the first header is a poor header but he's trying to head the ball clear I know what he's trying to do hmm. Click just he, stood still and he flicks it on and just lays it off for Klukas
1: <laughs> like, well, so you see he clearly just follows the ball watches it into the back of the net and you kind of see him start to raise his arms and it's just like, oh fuck yeah um no, it's 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 a mistake. You know, it's a mistaken. It it's absolutely cost us.
0: Yeah, and then another mistake that cost us was the referees one.
1: Honest to God, I...
0: now it, it is a it is definitely for handball. we have checked, and I'm willing to. I'm sure that his arm did hit the ball when it went when he went down.
1: Do they want him to fall with his arms by but, his side so he hits like, it face first?
0: It just like. When every media outlet, when Dermot Gallagher, who always defends the ref, goes mm. on Sky Sports News and says it's a terrible decision, it's quite clearly an awful decision, and it's getting really hard not to buy into the the football league's corrupt.
1: <laughs> it's
0: it's getting really difficult to not buy into that at the minute.
1: It it couldn't have happened at a worse time for you know on the back of of all the stuff from the derby game to then have that when, essentially, as a Leeds fan, you're looking at everyone who's not a Leeds fan. See, look! Look! They're trying to get to us. <laughs> They'll never break us. Yeah. Um, you can take our points away. You can fine us. It was You a, can ban Marcelo <laughs> Bielsa. <laughs> but you'll never take our pride. <laughs> but you might cost us promotion. Yeah, you're you fuckwits.
0: Yeah, um... Obviously, Jordan Stevens came on. It was good to see him get a senior debut, but the red card made him
1: not. Actually, honest to God, I was at a training weekend that weekend because yeah. I go back to America shortly and uh, I did, uh, was doing training that weekend, but I'd completely missed that Jordan Stevens came on, to be honest. Oh, yeah. So, good. I'm glad. Yeah, uh,
0: Butland made, in fairness to him, an unbelievable save to stop an ailing header just after red card. Uh, then you push him forward, you're going to get it on the break. But the more I watch it, the more I think for sure at that post. Oh, he's, he is completely if anything, unaware. I honestly am starting to think it was as bad as clicks ever. Because he's got a five-yard start on him and he just stands completely he, still. He has no idea what's
1: going on around him. No, like you say, just a quick glance over the shoulder and he thinks, I just attacked him. He's
0: this. 90-10 favourite for that ball if he moves
1: but I think I think you see you briefly see his face he doesn't have a clue what's just happened in front yeah. of him in that split second um yeah it, it's poor marking I not entirely sure why Adam Foresshaw the man on the edge of the six yard box at that point I'm guessing well, in the reshuffle he'll
0: have dropped in when... it went
1: but it's um yeah again it was poor from him just a complete lack of awareness
0: yeah so again and I'm not going to say that we deserve stuff from the game because we didn't play particularly well. Bielsa said it was our worst performance of the season, and I would still probably say West Brom. But
1: yeah, if we're
0: not including cup games, because if we're including cup games, Preston at home was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, but that was all I will say. I've seen us, I've seen us win a couple of games and not play that well this season. Mm. So. Uh, but Alyoski's goal A decent finish But They're very calm. It was so
0: late on That I barely even noticed
1: I think it was in 94th minute I 95th think. I think it was But for, Nice for him Just calmly stroked it Into the bottom corner and Got it through A few bodies And it seemed to just Go completely untouched yeah. um, Which would be good for him Again to at least get a goal
0: Well before we got distracted By all of that stuff I said After the Derby game When I went for a draw If I'm negative Leeds do well So I went for a 3-0 win Against Stoke we got me K.C. had one nil Stoke. So uh, after thirty-one games, KC's extended his lead back to thirteen points. After I would pulled it back a little bit lately, I,
1: I don't feel good about it. No, I don't. <laughs> Didn't they just lose to Brentford the game before this as well?
0: Uh, they'd lost that, and they lost from two 0 up, three two at home to Shrewsbury.
1: Like Jesus Christ! It just it seemed like the sort of game, at, especially at that point. We we should be. I really, right
0: with it. I really fancied us for that game. I don't it was a weird thing because I was really supra- weirdly confident and stuff like that and it ju- we just didn't show up yeah uh, right there's a few bits of news uh, I'm going to say these two straight away because I'll forget because they've happened in like the last hour uh, Hadi Sacco has been has ended his Terminated. loan at last. yeah he's ended his loan at last. Palmas I say coming back he's expected to go straight on loan somewhere else
1: Burton. I don't know where Burton please be Burton
0: yeah, it's just where we
1: send all of them,
0: and also William Huffer,
1: little Willie,
0: has gone on loan to Barnet for a month. I wonder if he's going to play because Barnet still in the FA Cup. It's be he, interesting because the one at Sheffield United, so he might get an FA Cup fifth round game.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad he's gone out because at least. Yeah, now that we've,
0: he's... we'll talk about who we've signed in a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, but just quick bits of news: Baker's gone back to Chelsea. Do you care? Nope. Cool. <laughs> uh, V Leeds has been brought forward to one o'clock shock yeah not surprising Kibitsky's gone to Elsborg on loan for the season uh, the under 23s have had a couple of good games yeah uh, they won 2 nil against Crewe Izzy Brown got on both looked, looked good looked sharp played some good stuff and then a 3-2 win against Southampton at ta- played at Taddy Albion with nearly 3,000
1: yeah it was really it was really good it's to see it's a shame
0: I... we were both
1: I was in Northern Ireland yeah
0: you were in Belfast oh we should talk about that
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, I did mention on Twitter that KC was in Belfast. But uh, you ran into some people.
1: Yeah, Leeds-Bradford Airport, I, uh, as we were getting ready to go through security, uh, I saw a guy in a Leeds United jacket, which, you know, it's in Leeds, it's not too uncommon, looked at the man he was travelling with, and it was Richard Cresswell. And it turned out the guy in the Leeds coat was Adam Underwood. Um Unfortunately, I did not grow the brass ones to, you know, at least ask them what they were doing.
0: I mean, they, they probably won't. probably wouldn't have told you. I, I would assume.
1: Didn't Le- I? Didn't even have it in me to make a joke about asking if they had binoculars with them.
0: Yeah, uh, Leeds do have a partnership with Glenarvan.
1: Yeah. So my op- guess
0: would be that they were going over there to talk about that. Maybe, maybe there's a kid or two that were interested. They had one that was really highly rated, but he's just signed for Oxford. Yeah. Because I, I had to Google to see who it could be and there were like 10 articles all saying this guy, this guy, this guy. So I Googled him and it was signed for Oxford last week.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I think for... Because Adam Underwood's head of the academy and is Richard... He's, is he, he's head of youth development. Yeah, head of youth year. development. I think Richard Cresswell's academy manager.
0: Academy manager. Because Mark Jackson's under-18's under manager. manager.
1: Um, yeah, you'd imagine the two of them going off together, it will be some sort of scouting trip. Because you saw them again, didn't you, in the middle of Yeah, just as we were trying to plan on what to do that day, just popped out of the tourist information place and they walked past us again. Yeah. And and as I said to Jack before, never realised until very recently just how handsome Richard Cresswell is.
0: Yeah.
1: And a dashing man in glasses as well.
0: Yeah. Well, back to the 3-2 win against Southampton, which... <laughs> In my head, I still can't believe it was 3-2 because the app stopped working.
1: <laughs> uh, we were 1-0. No, the app stopped working. China is an under-23s game. But it be showed honest.
0: all three of the Leeds goals when it was broken was when Southampton went from 1-0 down to 2-1-0. Uh, uh, they played Josh Sims in this who someone ought to take a chance on. Yeah. I know he went to Reading first half of the season and it didn't work out, but Reading are awful. Josh Sims is a good player. Yeah, We've been linked with a lot of other wingers who I'd rather have. But if we just wanted a backup winger, I'd be all right with Josh Sims.
1: Yeah. Again, I definitely think he's a bit too good probably to be playing under-23 football at this stage.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Halmer, Diaz and Edmondson with the goals for Leeds. Uh, the main issue from this was Berardi limped off after 40 minutes in his first game back.
1: Yeah, which is sad to see. But
0: um, well, we could have so, used him this weekend, I think.
1: Yeah, given... I think, because I think if you think now, before this season, the limited experience we'd had of Berardi as centre back was Newport away in the FA Cup. Mm. When you were just looking, and they were a team who, you know, hit the byline, got crosses into a big lad,
0: Mm.
1: and you just thought Berardi is not the man for this. But. Start the, of his season. Start of this. The way he played at centre back, he was everything Bielsa was looking for, and it, it, you know turned out to be quite a good ball playing centre back. Yeah,
0: he still wouldn't get back in the head of Janssen and Cooper. I don't
1: no, think. But, but like you say, with, Co- with Cooper out, uh, sorry, with Jansen out, it would have been great to be able to put him in and have Phillips move into that defensive midfield role again.
0: Yeah, luckily, they just think it's a little strain, and they still think he'll make his original return date. Yeah, He was just a little bit ahead of schedule. But you know, they said similar about Bamford and stuff, didn't they? So there,
1: there was there, there was hopes as well that Izzy Brown, who he played the second half of this game, didn't he? Yeah. That he might be involved at Rotherham, but obviously now it's been an hour so he won't be Yeah, he
0: said he won't be. I think they could if they wanted to. I they don't just... think
1: he's a million miles off now, so I think Wait, like, I mean he played
0: ninety minutes in the game against Crew mm. and looked fine. I I think that they're just being careful with him. Alpha, uh, another youngster. Alpha McCalmont signed a new deal, two and a half year.
1: Yeah, it's it's good to see. And again, he's someone who's featured more and more this season for the under twenty threes. Yeah. And I and I think one of the one of the good things when you've got players like Clark and Shackleton stepping up is it does open up gaps for some of the other players. And he's he's someone who's like I say featured more regularly this season.
0: Yeah, he's done well. I don't know how long's left on his deal, but I, f- I feel like Robbie Cox is his up end at season. And if it is, then he needs to sort that way he's been mm. playing. Uh, Palace and Southampton have had laughable bids of three and five million, respectively, knocked back for Jack
1: Clerk. What I will say now is if Bruce, well, if Wilfred Zaha is seemingly rated at £44 million, pounds, which is ludicrous, at least get to double figures. Come on. Yeah, they,
0: but to be honest, when the story came out, even the Palace fans were laughing. And they were laughing, going, oh, no, I believe it. That's exactly the sort of bid we'd mech. We were annoyed about it. Uh, onto the inns that look likely. Uh, there have been two, like, Callum O'Dowd has been mentioned as an option, and today even Caviero from Wolves was mentioned as well. But I think both of them are names that Leeds have released to put pressure on Swansea.
1: Yeah.
0: Because uh, Leeds really want Daniel James from Swansea.
1: Yeah, being honest, I, I, I haven't seen a lot of him. but I've only seen...
0: I think he's, I've seen him play not, one full game. And he's not
1: featured a whole lot this season. He's, no, he's been he's,
0: in and out. He looks rapid.
1: Yeah, the one thing I think the one thing everyone said that he he looks absolutely lightning quick, and it can't hurt to have more options like that. And um, you know, looking at our team, Jack Harrison's not the quickest. Jack Clark is quicker than he looks because he he's the sort of winger that kind of glides past players, hmm. and I think he's quicker than he looks. Alioski. Again, not the quickest. It wouldn't be a bad option to have someone like that who, you know, still young, still has time to develop. He's especially only twenty-one, especially under someone like Bielsa, who seemingly can work wonders with absolutely everyone.
0: Yeah, and he's from Beverly as well, isn't he? So he's he's a
1: local I, lad. I was thinking today. I feel like if I work with Bielsa for six months, maybe Evo stick. <laughs> that could be my level. <laughs>
0: That's how good he is. <laughs> uh, and then a deal that... It, see, it came out of nowhere when it happened. Straight in after fairness, the Derby game, didn't In it? fairness, there was a couple of websites run it a few hours earlier. Like four or five hours earlier. But they were the sort of websites that you wouldn't trust at all and then it turned out they actually had this one right. Yeah. But Leeds have signed Kiko Casilla from Real Madrid. He's going to start tomorrow. He also said so in his press conference, which is not surprising. Uh, in the run-up to the deal, it was he has 18 months left on his deal at Real Madrid. Leeds are basically taking that deal over. Yeah. And then it was announced a four-and-a-half-year contract.
1: Surprisingly long for a 32-year-old. I know he's a goalkeeper. He's a but keeper, was...
0: so it's. Right, but I think that shows some faith. Uh, I'm really pleased with this. Champions League winner? Yeah, three times. Yeah. Played in the Champions League last season. Span- he's only got one cap, but Spain International, when you think of some of the keepers that Spain have got, especially when he got that cap, you know, Casillas, Victor Valdez, there's some serious... Go- Pepe Reina.
1: Yeah, it was, it was good listening to... The interview or the the comments of Guillaume Balaguer as well yeah. about him basically, basically saying he was in the top five th- Spanish keepers, yeah. didn't he? You said, which considering I, I, you know, I couldn't tell you where in the ranking Kepa is now of Spanish uh, goalkeepers.
0: I'm assuming he's second behind a
1: You know, if you've got your second highest, you know, your second choice goalkeeper in the Chelsea. world
0: record goalkeeper,
1: yeah, it's not a bad list of players to be amongst.
0: No, uh, but yeah, found every deal. All the credits going to Victoria like yeah. everyone's been coming out and saying it, and fair play, and,
1: and gone, and, and fair play because we slated him a lot last season.
0: Yeah, he's he, he's done he's done really well this season. It was good to see Real Madrid making such a big deal of him going. Well,
1: because that was one of the things. There was that, a lot of thank yous and a lot of videos they put out and stuff like. Because he came through their academy, didn't he? Yeah. And then left to he play went for Espanyol. for a few years. I And, then went back. and uh, yeah, I think I think they said if you know, no other club was he wanting to be. Second choice goalkeeper, but heading but going home, he was happy to to do that. And and I think at Real Madrid, one of the things is you you always know you're still going to get a few games in here and there with cup games and certain Champions League games. Very hard to say no to Aston Villa. Yeah. By the sounds of things, probably the highest paid player at the club now. Probably, I think definitely. It in sounds the 30s. like it was on.
0: It'll be him or Bamford. Yeah. The other thing with him is like everyone who knows anything about him is really amazed he's even willing to play in the championship I, it sounds I mean, as if, if Bielsa wasn't the manager there is no way this deal would have
1: happened yeah I think I think for getting the deal done you got to give Victor Orta the credit for that but the draw the, the, the fact that it's happening at all is is down to Bielsa mm. and I can't imagine he, he's that uh he was looking at this and thinking I cannot wait to work with Kemar Roof and Liam Cooper as, You know, as fantastic as they've been this season I can't imagine he knows who the vast majority of these players are Outside of, you know, Pablo mm. Hernandez and probably Pontus Janssen
0: Another thing that might have helped is the goalkeeping coach Is Spanish and has a really good reputation
1: Yeah, and I think coming into a club that has As many foreign-speaking coaches as well as, as we do at this point
0: And Spanish-speaking at that
1: Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you'll be Ian Hart just
0: fucking exploded. Fucking. By the way,
1: <laughs> jeez. When I saw it, when I saw, I'll him, stop
0: making the jokes, Ian. If Jack Clark signs a new contract deal,
1: <laughs> when Ian Hart took the picture of that bottle of whiskey, I was there thinking, "Oh God, please don't, please don't hit Twitter, Ian. Just, just put the phone down, <laughs> have a drink, have a nice easy night, leave the phone where it is." Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where you just look at. I do feel as much as you know down to Victor Otter down to Bielsa only Leeds United could pull off a deal like this in the championship apart from Wolves but they had some interesting links
0: and Aston Villa because they just don't seem to give a shit about well FF8. yeah that's
1: just money that's just <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, we have got one more in it's apparently going through on Monday uh, Mateus Bogus from Roush Choso 17 year old number 10 Brighton really wanted him but he's chosen us, apparently and Napoli wanted him at one point as well. I can't find anything with a fee. The little things i found sounded like t- 200 grand, quarter of a million, and then sell on fees and yeah. stuff like
1: that. It's, it's good again. like The dreaded I've... YouTube
0: clips make him look good.
1: <laughs> I think one of the things that you've got to give Victor Otter a lot of credit for from last season as well is that we are looking at young players. We're looking to bring them into the under-18s and the under-23s and develop... a a number of players that way and we're starting to see one or two coming through now and hopefully this this is uh, a policy that we stick with because i think we all want players to have some level of affinity with the club before they step into the first team Uh, you know even now i think i think we would have a lot more time for someone like to if he ever breaks through because he had a couple of years here he won the league with the under 18s and
0: We'll do it all the time. I mean, I still see people on Twitter claiming Apple Halmer as an academy graduate.
1: Yeah, not quite. He was like
0: 18 already and already a youth international.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not quite. Like like we said, he played in Champions League qualifiers before. Um, <laughs> this but-
0: this deal seems quite similar to the Halmer one, in that he's got a bit more first-team experience, and it seems to be, we're signing you, you'll be in the under-23s, but you'll train with first-team, and we'll... Look to progress you quite quickly.
1: Wait, I may have completely misread this, and I might have completely made this up. I'm, I've I've not had the best couple of weeks sleep recently, but did the weren't the club in the Polish First Division then or Premier League and then got relegated? Yeah,
0: as a Polish guy was tweeting about it, saying that they were a fairly big club, but financially, because I actually thought it was the second tier because it's called the Two Liga, <laughs> but apparently that's the third tier. Fair enough. Yeah, it's like extra Klager and then one, then two.
1: League one, but it's the second one of them. <laughs> League yeah.
0: one, third tier. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they've had some financial problems and dropped away, but they've, in the last couple of years, they sold someone to Liverpool, they sold someone else to Inter. Mm. So they've had a few, and that basically is it for the news, I think. So a couple of games to preview and then we'll be done. Rotherham uh, we'll away tomorrow. I can't promise this will be out before then. Hopefully it is, but we'll see.
1: There's one result I've just looked at through their last five results yeah. that kind of stands out a little uh, bit there.
0: Yeah, Saturday 3 o'clock, 21st, 25 points from 28. But in fairness, they're not bad at home. 20 points from 14 home games, four from 14 away games, and they've only lost three of the 14 home matches. Yeah. It's... So they're not as poor a side as some people think.
1: It was It was very interesting reading... Bielsa's comments being the the tactful man that he is. And I say that with no sarcasm whatsoever, mm. that he was saying, they are a long ball team. We prefer to keep the ball on the floor. There is no right way. We will play the way we play and they will play the way they play. And.
0: Well, you kind of got to go long ball when you've got Michael Smith up front. He's like six yeah. foot four, six five, big dude, good in there. If he can peel onto Phillips. That could be really dangerous.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see for that one because if they go two up front, then you, it'd be interesting to see what we'd go yeah, for. Yeah,
0: I looked. They've played two up front once in the last six. Oh, okay, the mm. other times have all been one up front. Uh, their last five lost one nil at Bristol City, two one win against Preston, which is a decent result. Got beat seven nil at Man City, but that happens.
1: Well, uh, I was, was going to say as well, it wasn't even Manchester City's best result in that week.
0: No. Uh, lost 1-0 at Ipswich, but did absolutely batter Ipswich by all accounts. they just just a bit God, unlucky. That sounds
1: like it might have been an absolute slog of a game.
0: Yeah, and got beat 4-2 at home by Brentford, which was then finally winning a game
1: after it's awful run. my fucking accumulator. Did it? <laughs> I, know, I know Rotherham are not a team who've been in any particular form, but I was thinking back to the Rotherham team that we played at the start of the season and made it, A fucking chore for us to get a result from. first
0: half they played well.
1: And that Brentford team who has been in absolute free fall over the last couple of months, I thought they might have got something. Mm. But no, you bastards.
0: Yeah, uh, outside of Michael Smith, their best player this season by all accounts has been Will Vokes. Five goals and three assists from centre mid. Uh, I haven't gone through their whole squad, um, but I haven't checked which players, but apparently Rotherham also have an illness running through the camp and they'll have a few missing.
1: Yeah, that'd be, be interesting to see. So it's, 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 I think it's an unfortunate time for them anyway when you're coming up against someone like Leeds and you're missing a few players mm. through something like that. Yeah, uh,
0: We've mentioned earlier, Bielsa's already said Phillips will come in for Jansen and is going to play. So can you see it being anything other than Casilla in goal, ailing Phillips, Cooper, Alioski, Forshaw, Click, Clark, Hernandez, and, and Harrison, Kemaru?
1: I, I think that'll be absolutely spot on. Yeah,
0: I'd, I'd be surprised if there's anything different
1: yeah and and to be fair at the moment, it's not as if we have much scope to make many other changes no, um like after, you could, after ma- lose- you could
0: maybe play shackleton in middle
1: but. yeah after after losing to stoke though you can't see him resting many players like maybe again you'd rest you might have thought about resting Hernandez in a game like this and putting Roberts in, but if I was gonna
0: change one thing if I, if I was just gonna pick I'd take. Harrison out I'd put Clark left Hernandez right And I'd play Tyler Roberts At 10 For this game I think it'd do Roberts good To get a start And if I was going to Try it against someone Rotherham would be Who I tried it against
1: Yeah Again The the brief Sort of 10-15 minutes We've seen him Playing up there He's he's put himself about He's created a couple of chances He's got a good bit of pace Not afraid to attack defenders um, And it just gives you Something A little bit different From Hernandez Who You know There's no way of thinking otherwise than Hernandez is a better player than Roberts but yeah. he's a little bit slower and, and more focused on looking to find that pass that's going to set up a chance whereas Roberts is, is more direct he's going to look to take more shots and again against a team like Rotherham maybe that's something you would want to look at
0: yeah uh, I think it'll be fairly comfortable
1: 2-0 <sighs> that was the uh, sweet taste of victory there as we win 3-0 Cool. Okay. I thought that that was the taste of Angry Orchard cider. It is, and if Angry Orchard are interested in sponsoring the podcast, especially when I'm in America (laughs) and want to ship me any of their cider that I will drink at normally 10 or 11 a.m. when we do the podcast for my time, (laughs) uh, I will happily say their name over and over again. Bob Dole. (laughs) Uh, In In the same way that I will now mention that we are recording this podcast in the Medicine Room studios.
0: Yes, indeed we are.
1: And what a fine facility it is. It
0: is, indeed. <laughs>
1: Look it up on Facebook and Twitter. If, if you notice, there the, the might have been a slight change in the intro, <laughs> so we've uh, we've made up for that.
0: Yeah, um, then, big game. Now it's at home, which you might not
1: even see. I will... There's a very good chance, uh, I'm hoping, all being well, that I will be flying out to the US in a week. So hopefully I'll be back... So hopefully I'll be in America and in a position to be able to watch the game. Yeah,
0: hopefully all the travel is the day before.
1: Uh, yes, hopefully I will be in a position to watch that. But yeah. if not, I'll definitely get a radio stream for it.
0: Yeah, and we'll have to keep. I'll have to keep an eye out for your
1: niece. Yes, my niece is mascot for the game as well. We my uh, mum won the opportunity for that in a in an auction. Yeah, charity auction. Yeah, uh,
0: the club haven't covered themselves in glory in the way they've sorted this.
1: No, annoyingly and and having never been uh never been a mascot and I've never known anyone that was a mascot to be fair never I've never known the process I I didn't know how it worked and we actually tried looking into this and you, there's not a lot to be found so our best guess at the moment is that it is between a draw done uh amongst the junior members and they're drawn out at random and also, certain sponsorship packages you can Which get a is what on. I'm
0: guessing the charity auction, someone involved, had a sponsorship thing or.
1: Yeah, so we we arranged for this game. This was, I think it was the earliest opportunity we had for my niece to do it. I was disappointed when my mum didn't pick me, but apparently, you have to be under 10. Oh, um, stupid rule. I know. Honestly, at the time, I was thinking I wanted to walk out with Samu Saiz just because it could be taller than him. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold his hand. Can't like, oh.
0: you're six foot three. We have the shortest squad in the league. <laughs> <laughs> you're taller than most of them.
1: <laughs> I was just walking out with Guitana Barati, but I would be terrified. And uh, horny. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd have to wear a base layer or something, just anything to strap it down. It's that small anyway. You won't see anything. That's by Ladies. <laughs> so very much gone off tangent here. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, yeah. You know.
0: Enough about erections. Back to your... <laughs> Nice
1: <laughs> <laughs> So we we contacted the club They said the earliest opportunity to do was this Was the Norwich game And so we booked it in Shortly after that it got moved to a 5.30 Which wasn't an issue The problem was When they
0: confirmed it
1: Yeah, we so we had sent off the details I, I filled out the details And um, a quick look behind the glass here It's normally the adults who fill out the little profile bit for the kids. (laughs) I don't think the kids are aware of who their favourite player is. My niece doesn't know who Kemar Roof is. (laughs) But Kemar Roof and Pablo Hernandez are apparently her favourite players. So, uh, emailed the club just to make sure that it had been confirmed. And we didn't hear anything back. And then the Norwich tickets went on sale. And sold and out. Then in... very, very quickly sold out in about, what was it, an hour and a half, two hours?
0: Yeah, an hour and a half, I think. It was. I
1: was at work. I was expecting it to sell well. But I not wasn't expecting well. it to sell out. Um, the fact you couldn't get seats in the Bremner suite or anywhere, so it's purely down to hospitality now.
0: That's all gone. That had all gone yeah. straight away as well.
1: Um, so we, very shortly after this, got an email from the club saying... Uh, yeah, we would like to confirm that uh, Evie will be uh, mascot at the game. And we and uh, we hope you got your tickets because it's a sellout, which we didn't.
0: <laughs> Obviously, Casey would have one if he was in the country because he has a season ticket.
1: But to me, the easy solution here is you just allow... You just give them pre-sale, essentially, for yeah. two seats.
0: I can't believe that... The thing is, I don't know, if you get it through the club and maybe you do get tickets, that's Mm. the problem we don't know because it was bought at a charity auction.
1: But it was all arranged through the club. Essentially, essentially it was a piece of paper we had to phone the club up and then they sent us an email which we sent back to them.
0: I always assumed that because you, you, you do have to pay to be a mascot, I think, but also, you have to buy the full kit and everything, don't you? The full new kit
1: yeah, you got must a, have. You cannot have an old kit. You and must obviously, have the full new kit. Obviously, they can't have the thirty-two red on it or anything like that.
0: Yeah. So I can't believe that when you are um, when there's a mascot that you don't automatically get one child's ticket and one adult ticket for the guardian. And yeah. The child. I just assumed that that was something that came with it.
1: Yeah, so did I, and it, it just—it was only
0: that, after the game had already sold out that they told you this
1: yeah so now um, the way the way it looks like it's going to go with me not being there I I was going to I was going to escort my niece and absolutely fanboy whenever I saw any player absolutely within about two feet of me (laughs) you just see Calvin Phillips walking by me and you go love you Calvin (laughs) but yeah so my mum's going to accompany her now and then apparently once they are finished they're, they're just going to go home
0: yeah, uh, just so people don't think I'm an arsehole, I have offered them mine and Casey's season ticket. In all fairness. The problem is she's a small child and it's the back few rows of the stand-upper.
1: To be fair, you're still an arsehole. Well, but, yeah. But that's not the reason not why. Not
0: specifically for this reason. Um,
1: yeah, uh, and So, also, by the way,
0: if anyone does happen to have a couple of spare tickets, do message us on Twitter.
1: Yeah, let, let us know and we, we will get back to you as soon as possible. <laughs> uh, and I also apologise that if someone does get... Uh, as two tickets, I apologise if you are sat near my niece because your seat is getting kicked and you are going to be told why you are wrong about everything. She's a right gobby seven-year-old. <laughs> but, yeah, if you've got two tickets, get in touch.
0: Yeah. I was just looking at their squad, but I don't have a translation... F- I don't have a segue from uh, speaking of gobby, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm
1: looking through their, their like, players. Like and they don't no... have
0: anyone who's a particularly gobby footballer or anyone who spat at anyone.
1: So... Speaking of if God only we, they still had
0: Bradley Johnson, Timu Timu eh? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, God, it's a big game, this.
1: Yeah, this is...
0: As of current standing, first v second. First in the home table versus first in the away table.
1: And it's it's shades of the season of promotion from League One and that second season in... Uh, I'm sorry, the first season back in the championship as well when we were both there or thereabouts. And I, still, I' still the joy I have from uh the home game against Norwich in the in the final league one season when their goalkeeper uh mishit a goal his goal kick. goalkeeper
0: that day will that have been Fraser Foster
1: oh, It might have been actually yeah I think it, it probably would have been and then yeah, yeah it fell to Jermaine Beckford he just sprinted to the edge of the area and and actually hit the target
0: yeah. uh their last clearly five. missed his
1: other nine chances before that
0: <laughs> their last five lost four for home to Derby uh, 1-1 at Brentford got beat 1-0 at home by Portsmouth uh, 1-1 at West Brom 3-1 win over Birmingham which I did actually
1: watch and were pretty impressive They were and they were going fine against Derby until the floodlight until floodlights
0: until the floodlights fail uh, they've I only checked the last 5 or 6 they always played a 4-2-3-1 yeah all the
1: way through Timo Pukki up front with 16 goals this season they, they've really turned it around since we played them because that would have been at yeah, the end of September. Yeah, and
0: they were struggling as well. like We taught them a lesson.
1: Yeah. By the way, going back to um, good faith in football, painting your dressing room pink.
0: Yeah, technically I'm sure that's not good faith.
1: Yeah. But but that's by the point. Yeah. Uh, um, a team that have looked a million miles from what they did at the start of the season, they're playing... Some nice football now Quite attacking um, And again, I'm hoping If nothing else, I'm hoping it'll be similar to The Aston Villa game In as much as I hope it, That this will allow it to be a good game because, of football
0: Because Daniel Fark is their manager I think they will have a go Yeah, I, I don't see him just sitting behind the ball It's not like them mm-hmm. uh, When I look at their squad I'm still not I'm not convinced by it But I'm not going to say Like last season, I was absolutely convinced Cardiff would fall away because the squad was crap. But they didn't. And it still is. I think Norwich are a bit like that, only actually playing good stuff as well and have better players. So Tim goals a solid keeper in championship. The young fullbacks, backs Max Ahrens and Jamal Lewis at right and left-back, they they look pretty good. Uh, Christoph Zimmerman's playing a lot. Tim Closer, Grant Hanley. Three good centre-backs. And they've got a young one as well, Ben Godfrey, who's played a little bit. Uh, in centre-mid... Uh, Tom Tribal and Mario Vrancic have been really good Moritz Tra. Leitner yeah. uh, Moritz Leitner as well he's a good player Alex Tete is still there but I'm not sure he's not been able to stay fit very much I don't think and stuff
1: yeah he, he he's had a couple of good years there now as well yeah good player
0: Um, their like, highest rate player on like who scored and he's getting wave, wave reviews is that Emiliano Buendia he's been playing up right that and El- Hernandez on left has been really good as well. It, they can both play both sides. They'll swap over. Ian
1: Hart must hate this team. Yeah, I Well mean, def- defensively you don't do too bad, but there's yeah. a lot of foreign sounding names as you move yeah. further up the field. Yeah,
0: they've got they've got F- Steeperman Jordan. They've got Michael Steeperman, who are, I keep wanting to call Burn Steeperman because he had a great regen for live <laughs> on FM. who's called Burn Steeperman. He looks pretty good. Uh, obviously Pookie up front is the main man and their backup striker is Jordan Rhodes as well Is that a loan deal or did he actually th- sign for them? I, th- I think it's a loan deal but I'm not 100% Because
1: Yeah, he's someone who when Chef Wednesday signed all 12 of their strikers he mm. just kind of just fell out of favour and it must have been annoying for him because he, he'd had a good spell and then he had that move to Middlesbrough didn't feature once they got to the Premier League and he's not really done a whole lot since then.
0: No, um, Would you take four points from these two games?
1: Yeah. This is, this is the biggest game of the season so far. Yeah. And I know there will be other big games to come from this point, but like you say, it's first versus second. Two teams who play football. I'm going to go against what Bielsa said when he said there's no right way to play. These are two teams who play football the right way.
0: Yeah.
1: And... I, I just hope that we we show up because again, if we if we don't show up against these, it could be a yeah, bad day. I think
0: the atmosphere for this is going to be great.
1: You got to imagine, especially like you say, when we sell out in an hour and a half, and I that's think that's ridiculous said, for a home di- game. It didn't happen. It didn't happen when we were in the Premier League. No, I mean it, like this is
0: it's a seriously quick sell out that for. Home I game.
1: mean the de- the atmosphere against Derby was, and the Spygate thing definitely helped you knew as soon as we started singing singing all spies aren't we before the game that it was going to be a good evening in that regard that was part of the reason why I was in such a good mood after that Ellen Road was a magical place to be that evening and if you've got that many people who they're that desperate to be there they got their tickets in the two hour window that there was to get them
0: while people are at work as well yeah
1: are you on with Yeah. Steve, have you got that paperwork? Mate, just fucking get the tickets, get the tickets, get the tickets. <laughs> Three, that'll do. Right, I've got to pick one of my favourite kids now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it should be an absolutely electric atmosphere. And if we play like we can do, um, fortunately, we will have Janssen back for this. Yeah. Barring any new injuries that will not occur, I'm saying now they will not occur we should have just about a full strength team
0: yeah we should have a much stronger team and to
1: be honest I, i'm looking at that and thinking i'm happy to stick with alioski as a fullback in place of douglas for yeah. a little while
0: on paper i would say our team is
1: better than that i think
0: so but there's no sub- confidence and good form and playing well
1: the the interesting thing for me for that norwich game would be Again, say everyone stays The other thing fit. is as
0: well, obviously, it's 2nd of February, both squads could change.
1: Yeah. Um, in that time. Saying our team stays the same. And to be honest, even if we make a signing, I don't think it's going to be someone who comes straight into the first team.
0: No, even could, even if we did sign Daniel James, you'd think he'd be on the bench at first. Yeah,
1: I'd love to be proved wrong, but I I don't think those are the players we're looking at right now. No,
0: the only one we've been linked with that I think would walk straight in is even Caviero.
1: Who... Who would change for you then in that? Because Janssen will come back for that game.
0: If Caviero come in on the wing in place of Harrison.
1: I'm, I'm if saying, we were to sign him. Oh, I'm, I'm saying now, just the squad as it is, Janssen's returning. If what changes tr- do you make?
0: Purely, if it was current form, Janssen comes back in, Phillips goes to CDM, Forshaw sure moves into Clicks position because Clicks out of form at the minute.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: Outside of that, nothing changes.
1: Yeah. For for me it is either click or for sure, And yeah. and like you say I think Click is probably the player Who is more out of form yeah.
0: uh, for, We do better when I'm negative One a piece
1: I'm oh. going to say we sneak a one and win
0: Alright cool uh, Well I didn't think we'd be able to do one this week So I'm glad we've been able to
1: Yeah we squeezed that one in And this is Well yeah. judging by the fact we're doing <laughs> 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 Judging by the fact we're squeezing uh, We're getting the Norwich game in there uh, this will be the last one while, I, und- while I'm while i in the country. Still about November, probably. We might try and squeeze one in in March. Oh, yeah, well, I, I'm back for a week in March, and fortunately... Leeds do have a home game. Our, our friend is getting married, and more importantly, Leeds have a home game the next day. Yeah. Sorry, Mark, friend of the podcast. <laughs> Bradford City fan, though. He'll understand.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Ooh,
1: yeah. Sorry. Smashing the place up now. Uh,
0: that'll do us. So it's been episode 39 at Mighty White's Podcast, once we're at Mighty White's Pod... We're at podcastcom The podcast goes up on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, as far if anything if you ever need to get in touch with us or anything, do it on Twitter. It's on the only thing pay attention till we do have a Facebook page. I don't think we've ever been on it.
1: Yeah, we very quickly <laughs> gave just up po- on that one. It
0: just posts tweets. <laughs> That's all it does.
1: Leave a review. Yeah, on, leave leave, leave
0: reviews and stuff like that that will get us noticed. On algorithms and shit like that. It
1: makes my day when we get a new follower on SoundCloud. So follow us on that as well. Even if you've got iTunes, do it on all the things. Yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah, download it on all of them. Press play when you're not in the room and leave it on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Set set to loop.
1: It'd be great.
0: Yeah. If we suddenly, like, our numbers go tenfold, maybe we can get some
1: money. If you want us to shill a product like uh, a fantastic recording studio in Leeds, we will do it. Get in touch. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah, fantastic. It's like the Medicine Room Studios. Or like at THIU, it's all LUFC, where oh, the stuff ah, that see. we like goes up.
1: Pro. He's a pro. This is why he was the presenter.
0: Yep. That and because I can be asked and take him a few notes that we write.
1: Like. I, I like that for the first podcast we did, we both wrote notes and then... It's just been you since, yeah. I stopped.
0: Cool. Right, that'll do us. Because what we need to do is, well, I need another beer because I mean, people are aware of this because I've put it on Twitter. He's cause, an alcoholic. Because we've been, yeah. Because I'm a drunk. <laughs> but been uh, back and forth to the hospital and everything. And today is the first night where I'm not we don't have to go. So I'm having a drink because <laughs> I'm bloody knackered. Hell yeah! Right, so uh, that'll do us, and we will. Be back some point after the Norwich game with KC sounding a bit different because he'll be over Skype.
1: In a bit. Cheers.